Welcome to another wacky, zany, and final San Diego Comic-Con special episode of Indie Comics with Jeff. This is a very special episode, folks. We have two very prominent and very talented artists on this episode. They have inspired many upcoming comic book artists and have left their stamp on each and every project that they have worked on. This week, Tyler and I interviewed Terry Dodson and Mark Silvestri. We enjoy their work so much we have already spotlit them on our show. It was nothing less than surreal to sit down and talk to these guys about their art and their legacy. So All right, enjoy. this is Tyler again from Indie Comics with Jeff. Jeff's not here, and I am here with Terry Dodson, the person that we actually spotlight on our first episode, and we are very, very big fans of from Red One. You did uh, Vampirella, a, a couple issues of Vampirella. You also did, oh, am I blanking, a Witchblade. You also, oh yes, in Star Wars. Uh, you did the, the Thon Wars, right? Or I'm sorry? Princess Leia. And Princess Leia. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, I wanted to start off like with what kind of got you into comics and especially like making your own worlds. Right, yeah. Actually, where I'm at today is pretty much from at age seven seeing Star Wars. So I saw Star Wars as a little kid and then it went out and bought everything I could Star Wars related, including uh, Star Wars comics. And in those comics were ads for Spider-Man, etc. And so I started buying more Marvel comics and, and then pretty soon I was like, hey, this, stuff, this would be kind of fun to draw. So I started drawing and drawing, and, and so now it's kind of like the come full circle. You know, I, I, as a kid, uh, being a Star Wars fan, and then drawing, and then now drawing some Star Wars stuff, and so it's it's kind of cool. That's oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, one thing, like we, why we wanted to, uh, to pick you for the first episode was that we're really really big on like like the whole artist um, artistic re- representation of basically of uh, any character at all, and we just absolutely love how you draw women, how strong mm. they look, mm. how distinct they look and one big we have uh several uh girls on our panel or women on our panel and we've all kind of come together and just be like this this is the this is the the type of you know women we want to see in comics more of like something that everybody can kind of look up to and Mm -hmm. it's just they look so distinctful and so just well represented and we thank you for that and it's such a big deal which is why like it was such a big deal for us to talk about for like we talked about you for like 15 minutes (laughs) just straight just about like how amazing everybody looks um uh what were some like have you had sometimes on certain uh characters like a little bit of uh hard times kind of like how do i make this one just a little bit more different from like how would i make this this uh, this character different from like Harley Quinn or Wonder Woman, right. but also look, make uh, make them look really strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's uh, you start you start off kind of when you start working with with uh, maybe only one or two models in your head, and you and you work on that, and then you get your next job, and you're like, well, this character's this, so maybe I'll change something slightly. Uh, initially, what really helps is obvious, boring things like hairdo color of hair <laughs> you know but then you start moving on to personality and how does that personality affect how someone's someone looks or does that character remind you of an actress actor yeah and <laughs> and so then you adapt those um those features into that character and, it, and it's basically at that point you're, you're trying to figure out how to make that character feel three-dimensional by drawing two di- two-dimensional lines on a piece of paper and um and you're, you do, can do subtle little tweaks by making eyes wider, eyes narrower, longer eyebrows, shorter eyebrows, length of a nose. But really, it's the personality, I think. You really need to give each character their own personality. And then it kind of almost draws itself, and the individual comes out. Um, that's the trick. And, and, I mean, it just makes it a lot simpler to do as an artist anyways, is to understand the character's personality. Because it's cartoony. It's yeah. lines on paper, and you need to... It, otherwise, they're just tracing photos, or it's just very stiff and, and 
not yeah. a lot like well yeah I, again we we love we love your artistic um like just uh your your stamp on on just how women should look in comics, and it's great. Oh, cool! Thanks. Um, so, and you, and you, so you mentioned you're doing uh, Leia right now. Is it is it a little bit harder to do with now with that it's with Marvel and no longer Dark Horse? Kind of like working with, like, mm. do they give you a little bit of limitations at no, all? No, you know, I, I did I did you know a mini series at both companies, and I had no problem. There was no difference working with either company. I was com- comfortable both companies, and they both gave me the freedom to do my best work and the cool thing was is being such a big Star Wars fan is that I know the stuff so well that when it gets approved by Lucasfilm there are no I don't you know to a very minor degree there are no changes because I'm a big of a critic of the Star Wars stuff as the Lucasfilm people looking at the work so you know they're not looking at any different eyes than I am so I'm, I'm not big of a fan of the stuff that you know it's so that's more of that where that comes in more any of a difficulty. The company wise, no problems at all. Oh, that's so awesome. That's oh yeah, really it is. <laughs> it, it is. It's it is. It's very, everybody's been very cool, and, and the current Marvel stuff has been a blast to do. It's it's kind of fun doing oh. brand new stories. So yeah, yeah, very cool. And gra- what a great time of uh, of to be working on with all the new movies coming out. So, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, and cool. last question: What does geekdom mean to you? You know, geekdom is is basically you know people coming together to be fans of stuff that it's showing their um, love of, of things that people create. You know, whether it's Spider Man, Star Wars, you know, Doctor Who, you know, The Hobbit. I mean, there's so many great imaginative things that are created, and it's people's love of that stuff yeah. coming together and, and being able to swap stories and talk that that common bond that people have of, of something else besides sports or. Or, or what's happening in the news? It's 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 a real it's an escape for people. It gives people pleasure, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, which is great because to be able to work in that market, to create stuff that people love is. Well, I mean, how cool is that? Uh, 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 it's ah, uh, it's awesome. Cool, thank man. you so much again, oh, you bet, man. Thanks. Absolutely, Terry Dotson again, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Great, thank you. All right, here is Jeff again at San Diego Comic Con, bringing you Indie Comics with Jeff, and we have ourselves a most esteemed and wonderful, glorious guest right here, wow. who is. Go ahead and introduce yourself, kind sir, well, because I can't. I can't do it. I, I'm unworthy. I can't even say my name after that introduction. Jeez, uh, this is Mark Silvestri. Happy to be here, hanging out at uh, San Diego Comic Con. It's the zoo that is every year that has to be attended by everyone, every geek. Every person, every living being, at least once in their life. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things you, you must do. I mean, if you are into the geek culture, it is a place you must visit at all costs. You have to. It's, it's Mecca. It's, it's, it's the yeah. Mecca. It's yeah. the Mecca for, for us nerds. Exactly. Yeah. How has your San Diego Comic-Con been so far, Mark? It's been a good show. Yeah. yeah it's, um, I mean, San Diego, it's, it is what it is. It's this enormous beast that kind of swallows everyone when they walk through the doors. And, right. It's been great. You know, obviously, it's um, uh, it is the pop culture center of the world right now, yeah. and uh, if you want to see anything with pop culture, especially comics, because that's what we do. Exactly, <laughs> it's Comic Con yeah, after it's all. Comic Con, they can't change that name. Um, you got to come here. There's something literally for everyone, and uh, it seems like everyone gets here all at once. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. With that being said, you say that's a very good show. Has there been one event so far that stood about anything else that will make the one for 2015 stand out to you? Has there oh. been one big event that, that, that just totally ma- makes this memorable? Well, you know, it's it's always awesome when Stan Lee stops by. Oh, yes. You know, and he stopped by the booth the other day, and it's just great to see Stan. And, of course, when Stan stops anywhere, 
so does the rest of the con. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it seemed like suddenly the whole convention was right here at the Top Cow booth. And it's just great to see him because, you know, he's, he's like the godfather of comics, obviously. And, oh, that's wonderful. Uh, you got to love that guy uh, because uh, he loves this more than anyone else. I mean, yes, this he is, does. This is his blood. And back, yep. I mean, he's been around forever. And when nobody cared, he was the one out there raving, uh, waving the flag of comics. Ah. You know, he was the guy on the front lines, you know, those uh, – animated spider-man and all that stuff he was the guy pushing all that you know and god love him so it's always a pleasure to have the stand stop by i hung out with todd mcfarlane a lot this uh weekend which was great oh yeah yeah he's terrific and uh you know i just saw greg capullo a little uh, while ago and i'm a huge fan of greg so it's it's always fun yeah well that's wonderful it sounds yeah. like you had several memorable moments that makes uh, 2015 stand out yeah and honestly every time you meet a fan and shake their hand and sign a book or do a sketch that's a highlight yeah, we'll, we'll, is we will never, ever, ever uh, forget that, and we appreciate never. it. And it's that's every fan I meet is like a little mini celebrity to me. You know, it's like exactly. thank you so much. You know? It's wonderful, yeah. and just like San Diego Comic Con being unforgettable, what is also unforgettable is how you do your art, sir. Oh, now, I think you. one thing that the fans that listen to my show would like to know about are who are some of your artistic influences that uh, hel that helped you develop your style to what has become the iconic style that we know as Mark Silvestri. Oh now. well, yeah, it's it's kind of unusual because I got into comics like into them as a fan a little later in life than most. Right. Um, my early exposure was kind of uh, uh, spotty. My cousin was a big comic book collector, and I would go to his house like, oh, this looks great. This looks pretty cool. But my earliest influences would start with Frank Frazetta. Oh. Um, right? Because my brother and sister are older than me, and they had all the John Carter of Mars and Tarzan books, or mostly like, you know, the, the, anything Edgar Rice Burroughs, and you would have some Frazetta covers on there. Right, right. And I remember that's the first time that I felt something for art. That's wonderful. You know, and uh, from then it went, um, once I started to notice comic books, it was Bernie Wright's and Swamp Thing. Oh, you know, I thought that you can't beat that. What is this? <laughs> and you know, of course, um, uh, Jack Kirby. You know, when I saw yeah. his work, I just went, "Where did this guy come? Where did is, his brain is a, from another d dimension? Because how does he know this? What is this thing? But it's awesome. Exactly. And I know exactly how it works, but I don't. But it's yeah. great. Yeah. So Jack Kirby, he's the king of comics. He oh, always yeah. will be. Always be the king. So he was an influence. Um, uh, guys like Walt Simonson, you know, I, I picked in his stuff uh, over and over again. Loved it, fantastic storytelling. Uh, John Buscema is a huge influence oh, on me, obviously. Wow. People who look at my work. Wow, you're picking some of the golden ones, my man. Well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm golden aged. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not a kid anymore. Hey. But those, uh, I was lucky that I, I, I at least had a knack to follow the guys because um, I'm not formally trained. So sure. I learned from comics, like a lot of guys. You yeah, know, but sure. I fortunately I picked guys that knew what they were doing. Right. You know, I was attracted to that. You right. Know, so I, I didn't pick up horrible habits because uh, when you're looking at a guy like John Buscema, who I arguably is one of the most solid artists that ever existed in comics, uh, just as an artist. Right. Um, and you know you, you have him as, him as your first real big influence on how to draw. That's, that's going to help you. You know. So I mean that that's the stuff. And then later it's like Art Adams and and you know. My cohorts, like Jim Lee, did some cool stuff. So that uh, uh, it's great, and you kind of everyone has their influences, and you kind of like distill it into your own style. Now, it's it's very very interesting you mentioned about about the golden years. Now, mm -hmm. turn back 
1992 when you I were one remember. of the image revolutionaries. <laughs> do you think do you, do you think your mindset is different now than it was back then when you were a young Turk with all the other with the other with the other six when you guys uh, broke off and you know started your own thing? Do you think you're kind of the same person that you well, were back then? Let's or? put it this way: It's like when you said young Turk, my brain said young jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Look, we were we were punk ass kids that that didn't want. I, well, I wasn't actually a kid. I was 32 yeah. compared to what I am now. But um, you know, it's I had been in the business for a number of years, right? And I was actually trying to get out of comics because I had reached the ceiling of comics back oh. then. I was doing X Men with Chris Claremont, and it did Wolverine right. with Larry Hama. What else am I going to do? Uh, and then Image popped up, and the uh, the the whole creator rights aspect of it that was so um, fresh at that level because people had tried it and with some varying success um but the fact that it was these guys going out on mass you know as one group that's what the difference was right and you know we were all like hot-headed guys who just were tired of being said no to and we wanted to do our own thing and um you know we were always at each other's necks but also hugging each other it was great it was amazing crazy times um but it was a specific time a period in time that uh, it won't be repeated. You know, no. it, it can't be. And it doesn't need to be. No. It was done. No. You know, now creator ownership is commonplace. Yeah. And it's a, it's a viable option and an easy option for people now. That's awesome. Um, which is great. And that's a legacy that I think all of us image guys are the most proud of. Regardless of what we've created, we all love our characters. Yes. Yeah, we love them. Right? And um, we will continue to create. And I'm not going to be done until you know, I'm in the grave. You know, so... And maybe even past that. Who knows what's after that? Oh, but, hey, that'd be yeah. that'd be wonderful if you came back yeah, and continued just, to do stuff. Just keep going, haunt everybody. Um, but for us, it's like um, the legacy of, of Image Comics and and how that helped the creator and how that helped the creative process. And uh, I mean, that's the thing that we're most proud of, you know. But these days, I'm, I'm still obviously Image guy and love it and love the freedom and and, and now I'm kind of coming back into artist guy you know creative and artist guy right. I've got some projects that i'm working on that uh, as an artist because that's what i am inside as a creator ah, i'm really feeding that right now well that's wonderful yeah. that's and it's wonderful. great at 56 you know you can do that it's not like i'm an athlete hey <laughs> yeah. hey that shows you're still holding on to your geekdom which uh, brings me to my last question actually now here is the one that we that we have been asking people all throughout the con the entire time here what does geekdom mean to you Geekdom is the greatest secret that no one has ever realized is all part of our DNA. All of us. From the beginning of time, it's like that hidden mutant gene. People have not realized it. That's it. They haven't realized it, but inside is a natural-born geek. It's the same people that were drawing on caves and telling stories around campfires. Everyone has been a geek. They never realize it. Now geeks are the cool kids at the table. And now everyone's starting to jump on that bandwagon because it's in their DNA. It is natural. We are all geeks, and we should all be proud. That is probably the most authoritative answer I have heard the entire time here. People have been specific one way or another, but I think you just encompass the entire way about it, sir. It is inside of us all, it and is. it's not going anywhere. It's not. It's, that's the, the, the genie's out of the bottle now. Genie is out of the bottle, and we just got to make sure our wishes count. That's it. That's wonderful. Well, everybody, it has been a pleasure talking to Mark here. Once again, the incomparable. You just won't find his equal, people. And with that, we are going ahead and signing off. GGG. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings available on iTunes and Podbean.com. Please rate and review us. 
Please send any comments or questions to grandgeekgathering at, at gmail.com. Stay updated and informed by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Links are down below. Also, if you are a fan of comic books and superheroes, check out comicwild.com for reviews, news, and so much more. This show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Have a great week and GGG!